Hey, man, what movie is this? October 21, 2020. This is Rare Encounter, Encounter number 15. I'm Abel Kirby. Staring up at the underside of my kitchen, I'm Cold Acid. And I'm Casey, the new star of the show. Just in Casey, we have a guest. That's right. There's the... And a drink. And a drink. (laughs) I don't know, I brought a new drink this time, too. So this time, I'm drinking organic tea soda. It's ethically sourced tea, ethically sourced soda, I suppose. So this is uh, something I grabbed in the supermarket, never had it before, and uh, it's naturally caffeine-free. And what flavor? How, how would you <clears throat> ethically source soda? It's and, just carbonated water. Well, it says it's ethically sourced carbon, so, you know, maybe they got the credits for it. <laughs> oh. No, it's a lemongrass tea with li- wildberry lime and lavender. So there we oh. go. I'll finish that off, and then uh, I have a backup Budweiser, so when we get to that... <laughs> <laughs> I started with the non-alcoholic this time. Uh, I've so, never heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, neither have I. Mm. So what are you all up to? You got any drinks? Uh, just got a water and I got my Doritos here. What about Casey? Casey, what do you got? I got some water and I have a uh, white claw in uh, <laughs> <laughs> in black cherry, my favorite. The oh, best boy. one. Well, we had some stuff to talk about this week. Uh, first, thanks for coming on. I'm glad you could be on the show with us. You're Thanks. our first guest. Welcome. Uh, as I, uh, we were we were talking a little bit about doing guests, and so you get to be patient zero. We get to work Excellent. out all the uh, the hiccups and bumps on uh, on the way. So. Yeah. So if, if if you never hear another guest on the show, <laughs> we'll I'm know why. why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. The uh, I didn't have a lot to do this week. I, I went through and uh, the main thing I I actually got out and did is I watched that loop in the third movie in the theaters. The uh, the one we talked about. Yeah, how was it? Well, it was it was a fun movie. Um, it was a kids movie. I was I was highly entertained. I was not ready for Hitler to show up. That was a a, a surprise. Spoiler alert. What? <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere along the way, they go. Wow, we gotta go to South America and find Hitler. He's still alive. Jeez. So they're giving out too much away. That that shows up in the uh, the plot, and fairly early on, you find out he's involved in some way. So. It was kind of wild. Uh, it's the uh, it's the story of Lupin the Third, you know, the descendant of this master thief, and then it's so he's the grandson of Lupin, uh, the the world's greatest thief, and his grandfather was friends with the world's greatest archaeologist, and together they found some some dig out in uh, in uh, Mexico, and uh, with some artifact that no one could ever steal, and so they hid it or whatever, and so there he teams up with this archaeologist granddaughter, and they off. Go off uh, fighting Nazis, trying to steal, uh, you know, uh, almost national treasure kinds of. Uh, oh, it's the it's the special key that opens the journal that has the uh, the information on how to get through this puzzle to that puzzle. So I had a lot going on. Please tell me it wasn't a pillar man at the end of it. Well, no, I don't want to spoil it. I'm not going to tell you what happened, uh, but I was highly entertained, and it looked beautiful. 
the uh, and I saw it just for uh, everyone's reference. I saw it dubbed into English, and so it was. Um, you know, the Japanese phonemes are the lip flaps that are happening, and so there's a little bit of uh, wonkiness from the animated characters not uh, pronouncing the words that they that are coming out of their mouths. But other than that, it looked great, sounded great, a lot of fun. So they didn't re-render it for the for the English lip flaps. Eh? No, they never do that. I've never seen a movie that actually did. And I used to, um, I asked some people why they did that once, and, and because obviously for something like Toy Story, if you wanted to have the Japanese version of Toy Story, you could insert the new phoneme set and, you know, just have two different versions of the script. But um, what I was told is that the raw rendering output um, still has a lot of processing between that and, and actually ending up in the print. And so when you talk about uh, just swapping that out, it's it's not just the uh, the um, lip flaps that are changing. It's all of this other chain that happens after that, where now you'd have to have parallel development. And if you want to make an edit, you can't just edit one copy of the film. You have to edit 15 copies of the film or four copies of the film. And so no one wanted to do that, and that's why no one ever did. Even for movies where it seemed like they had the budget, they, they uh, just don't do it. Mm. So it's something that swings both ways then. Oh, yeah. We should apologize. Nibbling on ginger, and I shouldn't be on the show. <laughs> I gotta. I was trying to buy some of this before, and the the store bin was always always empty, because I live near a bunch of Koreans, and so they take all the good stuff, the good food at least, the uh, the good vegetables. They go through and they pick out the best ones, right? So if you're not quick, oh, yeah. <laughs> man, they, that's where you need to go for the good food around here in Maryland. Is you find uh, there's a city just up north where it's like a Korean hub. And it has all the Korean foods there. It has a high Korean population. And that's where the good restaurants all are. Yeah, if you want to get the, the good vegetables cheaper or spices or really anything, it's always a good idea to go to, like, the, the local Korean or the local, you know, Asian Yeah, like the Asian area. restaurants it's are always, always better. Yeah. yeah. And then you can yeah. get weird stuff, too. Like, you can just, hey, yeah. you know, I want to get, like, a liver in a plastic bag. It's not packaged. It's just like, hey, here's <laughs> a bag full of blood with a liver in it here. You can get it over the counter. They yep. weigh it and they sell it to you at the front. Yeah, they do have some weird stuff at the meat counter in the Asian groceries. Oh, boy. Weird medicine, too. All kinds of stuff you probably wouldn't want to eat. Mm. So what were you up to, Cold? Doing anything fun? Yeah, I had to close a cottage on the weekend, and since I've got back, I'm trying to build a wall in my house. Ah, so you went from winterizing to wall building. Yep. Yeah. I'm just a I'm just a wee little Trump up here. Oh boy. <laughs> what about you, Casey? Oh, I haven't really done anything. I had to go to the dentist today. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fun. And yeah, and that's yeah. the most exciting thing that happened to me all week. Oh, a lot of podcasters going to the dentist these days. I think it's all I can think of is uh, Ben Rose, his teeth pulled in the middle of COVID. Oh, it's been it's so yeah. awful. I know you don't talk about COVID on this show, but going to the dentist is even more of an experience now. Ah, uh, well. Yeah. I can imagine. Yep. Well, we had a... Uh... I never knew that drop ceilings could be such a pain in the ass to deal with. Oh, is this about your wall? Yeah. It's, yeah. The drop ceiling is actually what's keeping me the most from uh, from doing any real work right now. So what is, what is this wall made that, of? Are you framing the, the wall? That and the lack of sawzall blades... Yeah. Are, are you replacing a wall or are you like, yeah the whole building? the whole job oh. no i'm putting in a new wall to to separate the office from the rest of the basement mm. ah okay oh so we'll get a little bit less slapback 
Hopefully, yeah. Mm. Ah, that's not bad. It's nice. I, I really don't like the open floor plans. I was looking at houses down here in... Uh, Right around March, you know, right before all this stuff happened, and so I was looking around. I don't like the open floor plans, and everyone seems to think that's the... It, it was a fad, I guess. So they went on, oh my god, look, HGTV, let's just smash down all the walls, we love it! I know! And it's garbage, <laughs> now all these houses, they don't have rooms. It's yeah. just like a warehouse inside. Yeah, that and painting over perfectly nice brick walls white. Oh, yeah. I, why? And it doesn't come off. Yeah. No, it never comes off and rip up the Postmodernist home design. Yeah, it's garbage. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, you get all uh, jacked up. I was going to buy a house down here and uh, nope. Suddenly no one wanted to show them anymore. The real estate agent didn't want to be in the same room with me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's it like being, you're back on the East Coast now. That's weird. I ate a crab cake. That's what it's like. I got a, I got a crab cake for uh, lunch yesterday. <laughs> Uh, other than that, it's um, the culture is definitely different. It's something that I'd notice more after living here for what's it been? I get here in March, so geez, quite a few months now. Um, the attitudes of people are completely different than in Colorado. Like people don't talk to you when you go to the grocery store. Uh, you don't have a conversation with someone in the aisle. You don't talk to anyone. If you tried to, no one talks back to you. And this is weird because over in Colorado, I would talk to people in a town. It's a town just about the same size as the town I'm in now uh, where I lived. And I go to the King Supers there. And I wouldn't say I'd go there looking for conversations. But occasionally, you know, maybe once every other week or so, you'd see someone and you just end up chatting. Like in the beer aisle or something, talking about a football game. Or, uh, you know, uh, your cart's almost... Uh, walk into each oh no sorry sorry and, and and it turns into like a one onesie twosie uh exchange you know a short little conversation yeah. and that just doesn't happen everyone shops like they are trying to avoid uh acknowledging anyone but them exists and i'm trying to parse out how much of this is just this east coast um mindset and how much of this is covid and how much and so it's hard for me to judge Long story yeah. short, I can't tell how it's like to be on the East Coast because everything is filtered through. Uh, I don't know. Through what the you just year. described sounds pretty normal to me. Um, well, I remember that too. Nice. I hate me meeting people in the grocery store. It's the worst. Yeah, everyone on the East Coast does apparently. Yeah, because you'll, especially someone you actually know. <laughs> oh, I loved it. I, I, would go, <laughs> I would go inside. I'd see like my neighbor. I'd see coworkers. Hey, Bob, no. how's it going? Woo! You know, no, and it, people love it. Out here, it's I, like you go to hell. Don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah. Leave me alone. I'm shopping here. Jeez. God forbid you have a little humanity. My God. That's something I do not like. And that's, if it, if something drives me off from the East Coast, it's going to be that kind of thing. It's not going to be the food because I like the food. No, it's going to be something like that. Something I just can't get over. But we'll see. It's kind of a bit of both up here. Like, I'll bump into somebody and it'll start a conversation sorry oh i'm sorry no i'm more sorry everybody's avoiding each other <laughs> yeah <laughs> not quite that not quite that but depending on where you are people can be quite personable and others will be like downright nasty like they'll glare at you for for coming within 10 feet of them yeah, yeah. even outside of covid time yeah. the more it urban even... the area the worse it seems to get yeah, it even changes town to town, like one town over, same store, completely different atmosphere. Yeah. 
Yeah. What a shame. Why can't we all just be friends? Can't we all just hold hands and Why tell a secret? Why can't we all just get along? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. On this podcast, we like to talk about anime. And uh, there's not a lot that we're going to get through uh, this week. But the uh, aside from Lupin the Third, I did have a little report for uh, Higurashi. I wasn't going to bring up a lot of detail, like the new show stuff on here. Just so we have a chance to bullshit and talk about things other than... Well, we'll probably talk about it anyway. But I have the Nipa official Nipa report for episode three of Higurashi. And let me drop that right into uh, Skype here so you can see it. And of course, like all the official Higurashi reports, they come from Brazil, from Brazil Twitter. It says, the new Higurashi anime had a total of zero Nipahs in episode three. The Nipahs <laughs> are becoming fewer every single week. We are entering a dark age. So you can put that it's in the show like, notes. <laughs> it's like a no agenda without the Zephyr. Yeah. <laughs> so the Nipah report. Well, that's one of the character's catchphrases. It was kind of... I thought I was funny reporting on it on Twitter. So that, that'll that be in, that'll be a bit, I guess. Any update on the bingo card? The bingo card? Um, I didn't add anything. Uh, I, I wasn't going to go into that show today other than what I do have for this week from... Uh, we're talking about the, uh, the bingo card for the uh, Day I Became God. Uh, I don't have that this week. I don't have an update on that. But I do have something we missed last week, which was the... Uh, that's the right, comparison the of the show. settings, Oops. yeah. Well, it is this. It is the right show. The day I became God had the uh, had a bingo card. No, I mean I was bringing that up for Higurashi. Oh yeah, there's no bingo card the for that. Show. I do have uh, no. some material from uh, the Jim Madaya show, which is the How I Became God, which is I'll drop that in, in yeah. Skype. I think you've already seen it, Cole, because I showed you after the show because I forgot to bring it up. But there was something cool for the. Uh... Oh, I hate Skype. Skype, I hate you. Even when we don't record through Skype, it still finds a way. Skype finds a way. It's, um... We should just do all of this on IRC. <laughs> we should. There's, uh... There we go. I guess I didn't hit enter on that. The, uh, the pictures I just sent we can put in the chat, but I thought this was a fun discussion point. Uh, a lot of the scenes, like the backgrounds in this anime, are set in real-world places. I love it when I see that, yeah. Yeah. And so this one has... I mean, on that second image up in the top left where it's the pan over shot of the city. That's a cliche these days. I've seen that like 20 times, it feels like, in the last two years. Um, but other than that, all of the uh, the backgrounds were just like a road curving off into some trees in the distance. Or here's a um, little house or something like that, or a little uh, gazebo. All of those are f re drawn off from reference photographs. And there's some dedicated communities that go out there and they find scenes in anime that are based on or reference from real places in, in the world and they make up these charts so i remember uh yeah haruhi used to do that back in when that first aired there was a lot of people doing comparisons between uh the show there's hey here's a screenshot and then here's like the road at the same angle that the, the and, and you can see all the street signs are in the same place the road curves the same way even Higurashi was set, in, I think we mentioned it before, is set in a real town, uh, which is kind of creepy, but I thought that was fun. And even Lupin the Third, what we were talking about at the beginning, they had a bunch of locations. It, sometimes they're a little more general, but uh, some places that look like they could be real, like they're in, uh, they're in Paris. Yeah. Well, what else do we got? I'm looking for your, uh, your notes, Cole, to what you said we brought. Yeah. It's just uh, uh, Majo did no tabby tabby. So 
I haven't watched the latest episode yet, thanks to renovations and weekend. Oh, yeah. But I'm in the second... I've watched through the second episode, and more cuteness. This time, uh, this time a thief of, uh, of a girl who, who more or less wants uh, Elena to be her sister. Whether big sister or little sister, I'm not too sure. Because this girl apparently was a big sister of a, of a pair of uh, siblings who came to the magic, uh, magic land to become witches. I think I talked about this last episode, didn't I? Huh. I vaguely remember sounds, the sister thing. Just a little bit, but not this. Part. Yeah, I, there was a you. You told us that there was um, a girl who was hanging out with Elena, who was tricking her into sort of being her companion, but didn't really go into too much detail after that. Yeah, because because she wanted her to be a sister. Wow. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking. Um, we can save some of that for next episode and go go into I'll I'll get some more detailed reports of what's going on in uh Higurashi and Strike Witches and maybe some more screenshots and stuff next week. But coming up we do have uh maybe we what we should do next week is make sure we have some Halloween themed stuff because we do have a holiday coming up at the end of the month. Yeah. I actually have some Halloween stuff for today. All Hallows Eve. It's coming up on let's see, one week, eight, nine, ten days from now. Yeah. Yep. I was actually looking for some Halloween stuff today. Not necessarily for this show, but I'd want something spooky to watch. Ooh. Well, you know, my all-time favorite uh, spooky, I made you watch this once upon a time, uh, Poultrygeist, Night of the Chicken Dead, <laughs> is a movie which I love, and I can't stop yeah. watching it. Yeah, I've, I remember that one. It's, it's like a softcore porno musical. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It sure was. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's by the guys who made Toxic Avenger, uh, the uh, the trauma film guys. There's Lloyd Kaufman and uh, uh, some other guy, and a bunch of who shows up in the movie. Let's see, Ron Jeremy's in it. <laughs> it's, it's that oh kind of movie. God. Yeah, it has uh, Jared from Subway or a guy playing Jared from Subway. Once upon a time, the whole thing was on YouTube. And uh, you could watch it all there for free. Yeah, can't imagine why they took that one down. <laughs> it's art. You can't take. You can't censor art. Oh, they try. They try. No, this is a musical, and it has. Um, I don't know what are the songs inside. Is uh, the fast food love song? Mm -hmm. <laughs> this drive-through called life delivers <laughs> the heavenly slow fast food love. They had. Uh, Geez, the opening theme was great. They had all these one-off gags, too. It's a very watchable movie. It's hilarious. Um, yeah. I should find yeah, a way to me. stream that. I should find a way to stream that for Halloween <laughs> for the show. Maybe we could share the fast food love. For me, one of the things that I love from, uh, from back even when I was a little kid for Halloween is actually out of Disney, believe it or not. Oh. DTV Monster Hits. And it was like this special that they did that was all like Disney character animation to different hits from the from the 80s and earlier. So like it had uh, <clears throat> Somebody's Watching Me and it had Evil Woman. And you mean the songs, right? Bad Moon Rising. Ah, Clarence Clearwater Revival. Credence? Yeah. Credence Clearwater Revival. Credence. Credence Clearwater yeah. It ain't me. Stevie Wonder, Superstition. 
Of, co and of course, naturally, one. it had to have Bobby Pickett with the Monster Mash. Oh, boy. But is a thriller, that old black magic from Spike Jones and his city slickers. So here's a here's a trivia question. This is something for like Darren O'Neill. Is Bobby Pickett related to Wilson Pickett, or do they just have the same name? You know, like the Land of I a Thousand no Dances. Idea. You know, I think Wilson. Not Pickett. a clue in the world. You know, I was gonna say I have no idea what you're talking about, but I'm pretty sure I have seen part of this. Wilson. Looks like it came out in 1987. Yeah, Casey, what do you list? What do you uh, what do you watch on Halloween? Well, that's the problem. Is I was there's usually well usually what I'll do is I'll actually go out and watch whatever the new supposedly scary movie is. Hmm. Um, in the last couple of years, though, obviously there's a, been a when I say a couple, you know, a decade, a trend to not really have a scary movie. It's more like a a gory movie, which is not what I like. I like spooky things. Um. And there have been no good movies that came out. So I went through and I was trying to figure out, are there any good spooky anime to watch for this show? So since yesterday, I've been watching the Junji Ito collection, Ooh. which is pretty good. Um, I've definitely read some of the manga, but you can kind of, it's pretty good. I would recommend it. It's really more just unsettling than it is scary, at least so far. I'm only about halfway through. There's 12 episodes. It's a little horror anthology. Does he cover the manga content, or does he? Is it all original? I think, no, I think it's um, all based off from the manga content. So it's like the so spiral uh, syndrome and the Im like Enigma of Amagara. The and yeah, girl. yeah, all of that's in there. They did Enigma of Amagara Fault. That I don't know if I don't know that one specifically if that's in here. Ah. Yeah, but I doubt that Uzumaki like, is in there too because I mean, three volumes of manga, I uh, you no. could do an entire series based on just that. It's it's very short. It's um twelve episodes, you know, thirty minutes each, or about like twenty eight, thirty minutes each, and each one has two short stories. Mm. So I think it's edited down, um, so it doesn't have every scene that was in the originals. I could tell that just from the few that I have read and am also seeing. Um, but so far, it's been pretty good. It's I'm, definitely unsettling. It's spooky, even, or just unsettling? Oh, yeah. It's definitely spooky. 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 Anything else? Any other horror uh, anime no. come across your way? That was the only one I found, which I know it can't be the only one out there. Oh, yeah. Um, but I just, I just went down the list starting, you know, from, I think, 1995 and just tried to pick things out that ah. I recognized and... There's, this there is, some, is the best one so far. There's been some fun, fun horror anime out there. I mean, mine's Higurashi. That's a that's a horror anime that I'm watching. Yeah. Um, man, they I there want, are so many good things though that were spooky. Yeah, I specifically wanted something though that I could, you know, sit down and maybe watch the whole thing as a Halloween experience. Mm. And so far, this has been working the best. What about you, Cold Acid? Any favorite scary anime? Spooky anime? Look, Not I just want really. I mean, for me, spooky and scary is psychopaths. Oh. And that's more because the sort of, like, your life is totally controlled uh, dystopia pretending to be utopia world that it is. Mm. Not really. So not really because it's scary, but because like a I would hate to live horror. in such a world. Yeah, I can appreciate that sort of spooky, too. Yeah, I don't think I'm doing. I think my neighbors put up um, 
one of those wreaths made out of leaves on uh, I made one of those. those in the hallway <laughs> uh, at the uh, the landing when I walk out when I walk outside I see a couple of those um, there's some trick-or-treating going on around here at least I see the signs up on the road but they're not real trick-or-treating they're like go to a parking lot and go trick-or-treat to the other yeah. cars that have tailgates open you know it's... yeah trunk or treating trunk or treat yeah yeah they're up what? here they yeah, they garbage. have two different ways they have trunk or treating and then they have um oh what was the other one i just looked it up the other day well i've seen oh, the one where they have it's a... drive through you have to <laughs> drive go to the drive through that's what it was i can't remember the catchy name but it's go to the local um fast food restaurant drive throughs and yeah. that's your trick or treating yeah, luckily Garbage. most towns up here are still just doing it normal, but there's a handful where they just straight up say, we discourage Halloween and trick-or-treating, and a, a couple, it's actually banned. Yeah. Yeah, because here we're being told, don't go trick-or-treating. The the Premier of Ontario, Doug Ford, was, uh, was telling parents and kids to not go out. Meanwhile... Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, one of the newspapers here actually went and published an article stating that bylaw officers aren't going to target trick-or-treaters because there have been all sorts of things saying that Toronto Halloween is cancelled. They've got like, I don't know, I hate this country sometimes. Mm. Just say if they stop you, say, I'm not a kid, I'm a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) You can't arrest me. Yeah, I'm not sure that'll work. (laughs) On that note, I'm switching to Budweiser. Woo! No, did you see the video of the um, the cops were showing? Here's how you can safely deliver kids uh, candy from six feet away. So they have, he's like a six foot, um, like a, a, a little sauna tube or like a pipe. And like yeah, a somebody tube. started building those around here. <laughs> oh, that. man, Dumb. I saw that one time and oh I didn't know God. it was a thing that people were doing on purpose. I thought it was just one guy. Yeah. This is yeah, like, there's uh, this guy in Toronto who's actually, like, building them for people because they're afraid of getting the COVID from the kids. The Rona, man. Why? They're... See, we like Casey because on the podcast, idiots. and we're completely on the COVID. <laughs> oh, well, that's fine. I got the Budweiser. <laughs> I mean, they're all wearing masks anyway. <sighs> yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, the thing is, um, they, they can't possibly... I don't know what they're going to do. I feel like they probably will arrest people. It'll, it, eh, let's not talk about it. Get on my broomstick and fly away. They've been trying to cancel Halloween for years. It's just a convenient excuse. Yeah. The war well, I'm Halloween. having a party this Halloween for me and my friends and fuck anybody who tries to stop me. Yeah. Yeah, they had, uh, I think it was the Burger King around here. They, they have all these, hey, here's the rules, and now let's have everyone do everything they can they can just to subvert the rules. So there's all these really, really weird things they're doing. Like, you can't have cups upside down, you know, uh, at the self-serve soda fountain. So they have a self-serve soda what? fountain, but you can't have the cups and lids and straws Oh, there. I thought you meant that they couldn't flip them upside down like Dairy Queen. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that doesn't work. Uh, it's Unless there's a lot of... At that point, the uh, the soda is mostly syrup. But what they can't do is they can't leave the cup stacked up next to the soda fountain or the lids and the straws stacked up next to the soda fountain. So what they do is they leave them stacked up on the counter with the straw and the, and the lid right next to it. And they say, well, we're not allowed to have them over there, so now they're over here. What are we doing? Come on, man. No, come on. But I was listening to – there's a podcast I listen to. Um, I think they're on the No Agenda stream, but they don't 
he doesn't come up very often. It's uh, Up is Down. Have you ever heard that one? No. It's Dean Reiner. Uh, he's the postal worker who has a podcast for, out of uh, Portland, and he talks about the... Well, he used to talk about the post office until he got notices from uh, his uh, union saying, Hey, by the way, if you talk about the post office, you're fired. Ooh, giving away secrets. Yeah, and they're, uh, they're just trying to control their image. No, but he goes into all these really cool details about how the post office can't um, do any kind of strike or walk out to protest um, really anything about their mail routes. You know, they, they're basically beholden to this agreement that the, uh, the postal union made um, from like 50 years ago or something like that. So they have no leverage to do anything uh, and talks about the the bleak life of a of a mail carrier he's a literal he doesn't work in the post office he's a mail letter carrier and uh but he has all these cool guys on he had a guy talking about how covid was a magic problem and he's describing it as you're trying to fix uh the, you can show everyone all the charts that you want they'll never believe you you'll never get anywhere uh showing charts and this because it's a and this is his demonstration where he says that's because to fix covid you need a magical solution you need a mystical something uh Something to do with a hex or a, a chant or a, a oh. evo evocation. We should get those witches who hex the moon to do that. They Did hex, you guys hear about that? Hex the moon? Yeah. So there was a bunch of witch. I, I, this is probably so far out of what you guys no, would, know, would, me. Would, would do. But on TikTok, a bunch of witches got together and they hexed the moon this year. Oh. Was this yeah. with bad moon on the rise do- in the background? I don't know what they were playing in the background, <laughs> but they did it, and they're going to do the sun next. Well, what will be left? I mean, that's it. They're going to hex the moon, <laughs> then they're going to hex the sun. Well, there's nothing left. Yeah. Well, I mean, I there haven't seen the, the moon lately, have you? <laughs> no, I haven't seen the moon lately either. Exactly. Well, we should be seeing it in 10 days, though. Ten days. What happens if it in... doesn't show up by then? Then I'll be worried. Yeah, Halloween is on a is a full moon this year. Yeah, yep. I was just and a Saturday. Saturday and a full moon. The perfect <laughs> time for Halloween. Guys, yeah, it's probably going to be warm out happens. too. And it's <laughs> don't do anything crazy on Halloween. <laughs> it's like trying to tell people to stay home. Come on, that's the crazies will be out. It's a full oh, moon. Yeah. There'll be all kinds yeah. of crazy people going out. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Oh my god! <laughs> They'll have to hex that black hole next. Yeah. Did you hear me on uh, uh, on a hog story? I sure did. Oh yeah. I talked to uh, talked to my dad. He said that you heard me on a hog story. <laughs> Uh-oh. And he's, uh, he said, yeah, I love that story about the wolf, man. <laughs> yeah. Old New Hampshire stuff. Yeah, I was looking at New Hampshire history, too. We had uh, the uh, the trolleys used to be up there in uh, Canopy Lake Park, which is the theme park up there. I didn't oh. know this beforehand, but that was at the end of one of the trolley lines. And it turns out a bunch of these parks were back when uh, all of New England had these electric tra- cars driving up and down everywhere. They had just thousands of miles of track you could have gone from the house i grew up in walk down the road um you'd have to maybe ride your bike down there or something but there was a trolley hub there and you could take it straight to manhattan 
Or you can take it up to the mountains and go skiing on, like, public transit. Or you can take it, what most people did is they took it to Canopy Lake Park, which was a trolley uh, park. That makes sense. Yeah. Those tracks are all over the place, but I've never known what they were for. No, in the um, 1900s, like 1904 and 5, they built out this whole network of electric public transit all over the place. And it went up through rural New Hampshire, it went up to the ski lodges, it went, all the cars were made in Laconia. By the, I think it was the Laconia Trolley Company or something to that effect. And you, you could say, hey, I want to go from Boston to Hartford. Well, there was a, tr literally, you'd hop on a, a trolley and pay your fare and you'd head down there. And it took a while, but at, this is a time when not, people didn't have cars. And for about 25 years, this is the standard thing people would do. And then, you know, Henry Ford kind of took off and a lot of people started driving uh, gas cars instead of the electric trolleys. They fell out of service and, you know, there's no use keeping them up when no one's riding them. So. Oh my yeah. gosh, you're so dirty! <sighs> yeah, and they just went the, uh, the way of the dinosaur, unfortunately. It's just sad to think, though. You know, the, the freeways is what killed public transit in uh, Los Angeles. Well, thanks, Eisenhower. Well, the freeways in Los Angeles. Uh, I mean, like the 405. That's the only one I can think of up there. Yeah, they just like completely redesigned the cities for the car, and all the public transit got uh, defunded and went away, pretty much. Yeah. Well, I've actually never driven in Los Angeles, though, so I don't know if that's a good example. I've been there enough times. And I always take public transit. I've never even got an Uber. I take, like, the buses, the taxis, the subways. And uh, I get from the airport over to Rosa Park Station. You get on the blue line and go north. If you want to go to Long Beach, you get on the blue line and go south. The only reason I've been to Compton is because I rode that line and it goes through it. Stopped there and got out and looked around once. Mm. So, I mean, Los Angeles has good public transit, though. I wouldn't... These days, yeah. Some of the but it was like decades that they had like practically nothing at all. It always crappy public transit, Maryland. I mean, they have the they make a show of it, right? So there's buses, but you can't do anything on them. So for example, I wanted to go to um, Oktoberfest with a friend, and we were talking about oh we should get an Uber. Yeah, I don't really want to drive, so we'll split an Uber or something. I said oh for the hell of it, let me see what the bus. There's a bus stop right by my place. It's a it's about a 25 minute drive by car to the brewery where the Oktoberfest we went, which was a Guinness brewery nearby. And so I looked it up on the bus. It would take like three hours because <laughs> you had to get the, there was no route uh, that makes any sense. It's like the only thing you can do is go up into Baltimore and then take another route to go down at a different angle. I know this feeling all too well. Yeah. Well, yeah, you used to ride a bunch of buses around uh, what Pickering and in and, uh, and that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I used to. Before I had the the Rogue, public transit was all I'd do. Yeah. It's it not, was a pain in the ass. I really liked it in Los Angeles, and I really liked it in uh, the Denver area. I could hop on a bus and take it into the city. I could take one to Boulder. I could take one to all the neighboring cities. And they went to places you wanted to go for the most part. Yeah, but uh, those are also places that are, like, rationally designed and have rational people running their public transit system. In Toronto itself, public transit is fine, but as soon as you get out of the city of Toronto into any of the suburbs, it's just absolutely meant. It's, it's just all messed up. Mm. Yeah, I haven't spent uh, any time up in Canada myself, so I don't have any opinion on it. I'd like to go visit You someday. should. It's a great country. Well, despite our politicians. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
They uh, used to be able to get up there with the, um, what was it called? The Alaska loophole. You could say, hey, I'm just driving to Alaska. You trade yeah. it to Montreal. Yeah, Not I'm on anymore. my way to Alaska. Nobody, <laughs> nobody believes that loophole uh, this side of Saskatchewan. Well, I don't think anyone believed it uh, before. No, there's going to be a, like a fee or something involved now, right? If they catch you doing that. Yeah, that was what I heard. Is they, there, they told us all, there was already a fine for that, and the and the possibility of being uh, kicked out of the country and not allowed back in again. I'm going to Alaska, man. I'm just going to Alaska. Hey, like it's doing that and then staying in the country is seen as no different than any other like border fraud. Hmm. Oh, well, you used to have all the ads for uh, what was actually uh. Oh, geez, what was it? Montreal. I think it was Montreal. They'd have the ads on the radio if you got far enough north. Come on over. You know, you can drink when you're 18. We got strip clubs. We got all kinds of stuff. So why don't you just drive up north? Have a good time. And they, they would advertise uh, going to Canada on the radio. <laughs> now, or so there was that, and then there was Manch Vegas, which was Manchester, New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> Viva Manch Vegas. Yeah, you don't see any of those advertisements anymore. No, that's no. Nope. I never, I never did any gambling in, uh, well, anywhere really. But I was saying the other day I went to that, uh, that casino and it was just, bleh. I haven't either, to be honest. It just never really appealed to me. Yeah. yeah as something to do. Like if I'm, I can waste my money doing a lot of things, but to waste my money just to waste my money seems a little weird. I, I played like cards and games for quarters, um, and that's about as far as I've got with actual gambling. And that was like between like five really bored people in a bar one one afternoon <laughs> waiting for something else to happen so betting quarter I, it's like i lost three dollars and then i won five so i could almost buy a I, beer i could buy a two and a, two songs on the jukebox is what i could buy i went to uh to an event that was being held in uh held in what's essentially a casino here but that's it no no hitting the tables or anything really it was just a slots casino and a racetrack. Yeah. That's it's a shame. Some of them, I like the atmosphere. Um, in Vegas, I like the atmosphere around it a little more than I like actually doing anything. Like, it looks good. The, uh, you know, if you stare too long, you realize that a lot of these statues and stuff are kind of cheaply made. Uh, they're not, you know, like this real Greco-Roman uh, column. It's like plastic cement and stuff. Painted yeah. up to look like it's marble, but... Other than that, it's it's nice. I like walking up and down yeah. the strip. Oh well. Maybe. You hear about what Australia is doing now? No, late on me. No. Yeah, as if it wasn't bad enough that they're lo essentially locking people in their homes. Now they're not letting anybody get their titillating materials either. Uh oh, no titillation. Yeah, Austra <clears throat> Australia is essentially banned adult content imports and. I found this out because, I mean, I follow J-List and have for years, and they're talking about how they can't serve any 18-plus purchases for Australian customers anymore. Now, is this only um, shipped goods, or is this, like, digital goods? Like, if I wanted the... Because Jast uh, is a subsidiary shipped of J-List. It's just shipped goods. So if I got the box set of, I don't know, what's Jast? I don't know. Do they even sell... I almost want to go off and, and find this, but I'm going to look for a visual novel they make. I want to get the box version of, and you're saying they wouldn't be able to ship that to me if it's an 18 plus game. 
If you're in Australia, yeah. Jeez. Australian Customs has started rejecting any packages containing any adult product. That's. I thought they were just rejecting. So it's, stuff it's not just it's not just games and figures. It's like and figures. It's like AIDS and such. Yeah. So pretty much anything that's that's marked 18 plus on the JList site, they won't even uh, they won't even allow into Australia. Huh. Yeah. No adult toys. No publications, no games, anything. According to the Australian Customs official website, publications, films, computer games, and any other goods that describe, depict, express, or otherwise deal in matters of sex, etc., in such a way that they offend against the standards of morality, decency, and propriety generally accepted by reasonable adults are not allowed. Where they define reasonable adults as probably people who are 80-plus and haven't been laid in half a century. Oh, boy. So, between this and between uh, the state of Victoria, fuck Australia. Fuck Australia. I hope the emus uh, <laughs> take over. They're, they're going to win. They're going to fight another war and lose to the emus. Yeah, well, I had I'm no looking idea forward about that. to it. I, great... I just searched for it. I can't see anything about it. Or anything related I've to got Australia, a couple to be honest. Here. Yeah, you gotta Everything's get... just... It's quiet. Did Nobody you, wants to Australia, talk about that. Australia has put in a reverse Chinese firewall. Okay, wow. I've searched for Australian porn. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. I'm oh, getting, you're going to get a bunch, a lot bunch of, hits. of drunk people put... saying, G'day, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a lot of hits. Uh, no, that's not what I'm looking for. Ooh, that's not what I'm looking for. I just pasted a couple links into the chat. Yeah, let me see. Da, 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 da. Australia is it banned... specifically anime related products no it's any adult products it's just oh. that I only found out about this because of anime and hentai being being what tends to come up looks like Amazon's blocking stuff too you know, or Amazon can't ship either it's like everyone it's not just one company it's like everyone yeah I don't know Amazon's been Wait. trying to get rid of anime and you know all sorts of stuff they'll they can they'll find anything they they've can been, they've been removing they've been removing more titillating light novels from kindle but they'll still sell you physical books did we ever get resolution on why they did that because i remember the light novel story we talked about that on the podcast really early on that was one of our first topics um that amazon had arbitrarily seemingly decided that they were going to stop offering certain volumes of light novels so there was there would be a series and they'd say oh we can give you uh volume one two five and seven or something and they would just pull out certain volumes they say yeah we can't offer these anymore and the assumption was it was some kind of uh woke thing where they said hey we yeah. don't but we never could confirm they never made a statement on whether that yeah, was they, true they never or not. will my understanding of it is, yeah, it's some sort of woke thing um, where it's specifically, they're specifically targeting anime and manga and really Japan. And I think it is all, and this is just my theory, I think it's all somehow linked to the crappy state of, you know, Western comics, where I, yeah. I don't know the connections between all these companies, but... There is like a huge market share of Western comics that is going to manga and anime and, you know, Japan because it's better, right? At least right now, definitely. There's 
because the whole industry over here has been taken over by wokes. Wokesters. Really, that's the end of it. Wokesters. And they deliberately will go out of their way and go on Amazon and, you know, report things and say, hey, get rid of this. You have to take this off. It's, you know, offensive to us in some way uh, to try to sabotage it. I don't know how much of that is just that and how much of it is Amazon just, you know, playing along with the whole situation. But I think that's what's going on. Hmm. Yeah, well, at this point, if I was going to buy digital, if I was going to buy digital books that are light novels, I'd be going with uh, Bookwalker instead. Oh, they still have some stuff on Amazon, like the one I just linked. You get Queen's Blade figures. Yeah, because <laughs> they don't care about that. It's it's because Amazon Kindle, right, yeah. is what uh, is what they're censoring. Oh, crap. I was going to hit buy now. <laughs> I was going to hit buy now and uh, put in an Australian address and see what happened. I forgot I'm logged in, so I almost bought everything to send it to me. Let's see. <laughs> I don't actually want to buy it. Do I? You do. Nah, Queen's Blade that much. That stupid animation with the uh, the katana cutting the sword in half. I just could never like that one for some reason. This, and they did the stupid threads arguing about it. The katana's folded a thousand times. It would never. <laughs> of course, it cuts through this sword. They, they don't like... realize the reason. It, the reason the it's folded so many times is because that's the only way to build up enough strength for it to be able to cut through paper. Yeah. Never mind anything else. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, just I'm on Amazon right now with that link you sent. Yeah. The fact that these figures are still available but they're banning, you know, individual issues of some novel just shows that it's completely inconsistent. Yeah. It, they, it, they're just still, reacting to somebody, you know, going to those novels and saying, I read this, I didn't like it. You better get rid of this. Still, the thing is, you can buy the actual physical versions of those books. You just oh, can't get them well, on they, the Kindle. Well, they want to still make money. Yeah. But um, someone who's going out just to, you know, try to find things to complain about isn't going to buy a physical book of anything. That would be my guess. Oh, they have been removing some figures, it seems. Oh, really? What'd they pull? Uh, Hatsune Miku, for starters. Oh, what's wrong with Hatsune Miku? Apparently, apparently, figures of her uh, promote uh, child exploitation. What? Come on. This was from back in March. Someone I'll should tell fucking Papa well. John's what? when they hired her to be their, their mascot <laughs> for the Papa John's pizza franchise. They even these had that. Even look, what? What? You know, no, Domino's. Don't even look that bad. Domino's, Domino's had the thing with, with Miku. Really? I thought it was Papa yeah. John's. Yeah, Domino's. I thought Dom Domino's Japan. Hmm. I don't know. I have a much lower tolerance for this sort of thing. Oh, it's Domino's. I don't even right. think Domino's app that featuring Hatsune Miku. Domino's what? Pizza Hat. No, you're no, right. It is. Don't. It is. Yeah, it's Domino's. But there are sad, woke people out there who don't have any fun in their lives, and they don't want to allow anybody else to have fun either. No, it's there is definitely a group of people who go out of their way they they specifically don't like anime and i, I i'm not a hundred percent clear on why but they they will go out of their way to ruin anything related to it 
Hello, everyone. I'm Scott, president of Domino's oh, Pizza. Have you heard of Hatsune Miku? Have you heard of Hatsune Miku? <laughs> but yeah, it's it's not just about anime. They were like this before about like rock and roll and all sorts of things. It's won't somebody please think of the children. You yeah. know what I say to that? Unfortunately, I don't have the clip. But what I say to that is, as JCD so eloquently put it, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I wish I had that clip. <laughs> yeah. You get a universal uh, sound repository set up someday. <laughs> you know, if we had a server or something with, uh, yes. we could have our own cloud, and then we could have uh, a share with just uh, WAV files, so we could, you know, wouldn't have to go digging around in email. If I stuff. didn't have such a, if I didn't have such a shit ass upload speed, I'd have that already for you. Well, I saw you post on um, uh, No Agenda Social about a server you're looking for. Yeah, yeah. So part of the stuff that I want to do as well is reorganize my home networking mm -hmm. and with that i'd be taking what's currently media box up in my bedroom next to the tv and turning it into a proper server a headless one somewhere down here as well plugged right into the router and then i'd be able to serve all my media from there i'd be able to make use of it from outside the house again because right now while it's on wi-fi I can't have it properly rooted to the internet. And then I'd be able to like RDP and shell into all my machines whenever I'm away from home. Uh, I'd be able to stream any of my media wherever I go, like I used to do at my previous, uh, at my previous home. Yeah. That's really course, nice when you get it working. There is, yeah, the big problem, even when I have all of that, of course, is that at best of times, I've got like 0 0.8 megabits per second upstream yeah. where I am right now. Because the, because the DSL I am is too far away. That's enough for, uh, let's see, uh, ASCII porn, maybe? Oh, downstream, no problem. <laughs> I, I got loads of pipe downstream. It's just I don't have any upstream. No, no, that's... Uh... I remember, that's why we changed over I to me doing I could upload the, uh... ASCII porn, but I couldn't upload anything else. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So now I have to publish. We started with cold, uh, cold acid uploading the show at the end of the night, and then uh, what was it taking? Half an hour or something like that? Yeah, wow. it seemed like that. And then because the MP3 we produced through this uh, through this episode uh, gets pretty chunky, and when I do it, it's like forty seconds. So yeah, the worst thing was I'd have to have the show notes all put together first as well, which still takes forever. Yeah. But at least, at least I can send you the show notes. You hit the upload button, and the episode's up there, rather than like being like two hours of delay from when we stop recording till it going on online. Well, not that long, an hour and a half at most. Yeah, we we we're pretty good about finishing and getting that episode right up. I know some other shows. So let's see, we had uh, I think Grumpy Old Ben's gets their stuff up really soon after. They had uh, an episode on Monday that was called Analware that uh, just came out, and that was fun. I listened to that one. Hog Story takes a while, though, because I know they had... Uh, the last episode they have up is Yard Pastor, which was on October 16. They have another episode they recorded on Monday, which I didn't get to hear live. It was cutting out for me. Um, but that one wasn't up yet when I looked at it, but there, there's something to look forward to. Hog Story will have another episode soon, it seems like. It's been 199 days since Maps with Matt... And Nick the Rat, he'll be uh, live tonight. He's looking for scary stories. And he'll be on uh, 
Wednesday night. Wednesday starts streaming about uh, nine Eastern, I think. Ten Eastern? Maybe it's a little later than that, actually. No, he, no. He starts he like eleven, normally... right? Like eleven, yeah, 11 or yeah. So. I used to listen to him on Mountain Time, so it was always a couple hours. Like he early, won't even yeah. he won't even do any sort of like pre-stream stuff until like quarter to eleven. Yeah, and then the show will start somewhere between eleven and eleven thirty. Yeah, I used to listen to him from like uh, starting at nine, but that was on Mountain Time. That's why I'm confused. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, I use a Synology NAS, and I know Darren O'Neill uses a similar one, but I've been using one of these for. My own media, my own network attached storage, uh, streaming stuff to you know when I'm when I'm away from home. Um, if I have my phone with me, I can stream music to it. And it, in fact, I replaced all of the music streaming services that that I was using before with my own service my, that I use myself. Instead of paying a monthly fee, I just have albums. And when I decide I want an album, I just buy it through an MP3 store or something. And uh, it's incredibly convenient once you get yeah. on it. And there's no monthly fee, you know. It's, it's... My only real concern is is that I also want to have transcoding enabled in MB, so that way if I'm if I'm like streaming a video to to my tablet or something, right? That'll be that'll be like lower res and stuff, mm -hmm. and so not not require so much bandwidth. But without it being uh, without it being like x64 based the transcoding often takes more time than actually like uploading the episode straight as is so the the um new synology and that's one of the things like uh, they they I have a transcoding want, built in. Uh, i wouldn't want arm-based nas they have a uh a, yeah? op, a part of it that's optimized for transcoding i think since 2016 they added that as a feature so before yeah it used to do uh transcoding on the cpu um and that would take a long time. So I had a 2012 NAS um, from that Synology era. And if you uploaded a video, you could set up, oh, yeah, break out and transcode like these three or four different, you know, whatever resolutions you care about, the different formats you might want to stream um, and have them ready in case you ask, you know, if a client asks for the file, you know, to stream to a phone, you know, it fits the, the format right. And it did take a long time and I ate up all your clock cycles, so it sucked. But I think it was in 2016 they, they implemented that in hardware. And I'm not... I'm fuzzy on exactly how they did it, but now they they did a bunch of optimizations, and it was between that, and they also got some SMB features they didn't have working, so they had some bugs with, like if you, in Windows Explorer, if you say copy a um, large file from this NAS directory to that NAS directory, um, it can send the copy command to the NAS and have it copy locally instead of, before that had this really stupid thing it would do, where it would read it to your computer, um, and then read it back to the NAS. So they fixed a lot of the low-hanging fruit problems they used to have before. And now I think they have a they they even have a rack mount version um, for uh, you know small business use. But the uh, the one I have is the yeah I saw I saw ready NAS. I have rack mountable. I have the uh, two bay 2018 version, which is I think it was the newest one when I bought it. And I have no complaints. This thing just runs. It's on all the time. I got some uh, hard drives that are rated for being in a NAS. So they're not like uh, the Western Digital Blue drives. They, they're ones that are actually spec to be on all the time. Yeah, it's been great. Another thing, though, as well is is with, like, having, say, Next... Uh, what's it? Next Cloud on their uh, SSH server and the like... 
that's one of the other reasons why I'm thinking of just like repackaging media box into a uh, rackable chassis. Mm. Rack that chassis. Get the chassis rack. Whoop. Whoop. So I'm looking at, sorry, I wasn't really Whoop. paying attention <laughs> yeah, typical. to what you guys were saying. I was just flipping through Twitter and NASA is going to make a big new announcement about a special new discovery on the moon. Aliens. Aliens on well, they're waiting till Monday. Aliens, yeah, it's aliens. Maybe they found that quarter that everyone aliens. was trying to see. Maybe. Maybe they found the Israeli moon base. I don't know. It could be a lot of maybe things. Maybe they found a pyramid on the moon now. Um, maybe it is like ty- the one they found on Mars. Maybe it's Tycho Magnetic Anomaly One. Could be. Like uh, like Space Odyssey. This magnetic field it couldn't exist. <laughs> come on, Space Odyssey. Dun. Anyway, come on. Yes, fine. Dun. Okay. Yes. Dun, dun. <laughs> Did, I re- <laughs> Did I ever tell you what, about what I saw the 50th anniversary in IMAX for that? Did I tell you that story? No. Yeah, so they Did had this Did people actually out. show no. up to see that? Oh, yeah. Uh, this was back a uh, year. Maybe it was more than a year ago. Maybe closer to two years ago. Well, I don't know. Whenever the 50th anniversary was, I went and saw it that time. And they had the whole thing in IMAX. It was like a close to a midnight showing. And so I got my, yeah, I got my ticket. Believe me. And I go inside and for the first half of the movie or what, I don't know what it is. It's like 17 minutes or something. There's no dialogue. So the movie is just kind of quiet. And they have these long ponderous pans over the plains of Africa. Um, as you watch moon watcher, the, the, uh, the proto man, uh, monkey learned to use a bone to kill people, you know, to kill other monkeys, mm-hmm. right? And so, anyway, we're watching this. <laughs> I'm watching this in a theater. It, I've seen it like four or five times. Everyone else has seen it four or five times. And a guy sneaks in. So I'm sitting mid, kind of right in the center of the theater, and this guy and his girlfriend. Obviously, they they come in a couple minutes late. I don't think they bought tickets for the IMAX show. They bought something else. They're sneaking in, and uh, we're watching. You know, these these long pans over uh the african uh, plains and it's dead quiet and the guy turns around and he says hey man what movie is this <laughs> <laughs> dying oh, laughing God. i was like oh great here we go so yeah, it's space odyssey you know what's the shit and so he goes oh okay and he sits there and he's sitting with his girlfriend they're watching we have moon watcher goes up they see the Tycho monolith or not the 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 black monolith that he's gonna touch the monolith and and become intelligent, and so the sound is swirling is and it hits hits his apex and there's a boom kind of this silent moment. The guy turns around and says, "Hey man, is this a comedy?" <laughs> it's, it's like right at the I'm actually right at the wrong moment. Right <laughs> I said, I said, I don't, it's fu-. I said to the guy. And it's still dead quiet in the theater, and I yelled back to him, I said, it's funny, like, David Bowie's funny, but, you know, <laughs> it's, not, it's not a comedy. <laughs> so that was a true story. And then he gets up oh, and he leaves. Good Lord. He leaves. Oh, like, wow. they were looking to sneak into Avengers, I think. <laughs> so, but wow. he got this close. He almost saw a movie with artistic merit, but thankfully, he avoided that, and they went off to do whatever they did. Yeah. He really got away with something it was a there. Great movie, though, by the way, to see. Sound is great. And in, in, in the anniversary, they did full length intermissions. So halfway through the movie, they break and it just has a counter on the screen and everyone gets up from their seats. And this is pre COVID time. So everyone went out to the lobby 
and it was like me and honestly it was like five fat guys who'd all seen the movie a hundred times we're talking about our favorite stanley kubrick shit my favorite movie we're talking about oh this movie this is how he filmed that movie and he made this lens to do that shot and there's so much great history with that stuff they had a even uh, let's if, all if you, go to the lobby let's all go to the lobby let's all go to the lobby and have ourselves a snack i've got some orange liquid for your popcorn <laughs> and it's non-dairy <laughs> my nipples look like milk dots <laughs> <laughs> didn't they have that in aqua teen too where they had I'll kill you with a linoleum knife! <laughs> it's the intermission song. Jeez, Louise. There's like Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie, I think. There might have been Metalocalypse. I don't know. Oh, well. I don't know. So, I guess I'm the only one who goes to movies these days. I've been going to a movie like every weekend now. Maybe. Yeah. I wasn't alone, too. Uh, this one, there was... The, when I saw Total Recall, it was a pretty much an empty theater. I think one guy walked in and sat in the back at the end. Or, I don't know, 10 minutes in or something. Wow. Um, yeah. Th this time they were probably 14 or 15 people. And, and seeing, you know, Lupin the Third, which is, I guess it's popular. It was on Adult Swim, you know, the, the uh, I think it was the 80s version of the anime. But it it's not that popular, you know. To get a crowd of any sort was amazing. Yeah, well, there's just nothing to see because uh, the studios won't release anything right now. Yeah, it's dumb. My God, we we talked about Dune well, it's already. Not, well, it's it's not though, because they, they can uh, manipulate the situation to their favor. The studios with the um, well, you know how Amazon was rumored to be buying AMC earlier this year. Well, they they're buying AMC now. This was way back before any of this happened. It was like back in February. There was a rumor going around that Amazon was going to buy out AMC, mm. and no one knew what they were going to do with it. Like, what are they going to do? Turn them into warehouses or something? They dodged that bullet. But at this point, um, I would not be surprised if, like, the studios, like, um, including Amazon, so like Disney and Universal, maybe not Disney, they're going bankrupt probably, <laughs> um, if they're just waiting at this point to use this as an excuse not to release any movies, all the theater companies go bankrupt and they can buy them up. Just like the bookstores. They've done yeah. this shit before. Yeah, and it'll probably work too. And then you'll have like the Disney movie theater where you can only go see Disney movies and mm. the Universal movie theater where you can go to see the uh, Universal movies. And it'll just, if they get away with it, it'll wow. destroy so competition. We're, we're essentially going back to, back to like 80, 90 years ago. Yeah. That or they'll just, you know, run them out and then you'll be paying $30 to watch something streaming <laughs> anyway, if you want to see it. Because if they get rid of the theaters, they control everything. You controls the theaters, controls the movie. Yeah. I must not have fun. <laughs> fun is the time killer. I feel a little bad because all the theaters around here, at least within the last couple of years, they went through and they redid the whole thing. They had like nice chairs. They had, were offering better snacks. Everything was clean for once. Mm -hmm. I know yeah, they put uh, they put a bar in that uh, the Tingsboro. Uh, what was that? An AMC? That was. Oh. It, yeah, because I think so. Yeah, they they did a couple things last time I was in New Hampshire. Yeah, I saw a movie I there. Is it's like oh, finally they or they had a coming soon. They said they were going to put a bar in. Finally, it's like, come on. I hate theaters that don't have a bar now. I don't even want to go to them. Come on, man. Nah. That's half the fun. 
I would, especially if I'm going well, if I'm going alone, I don't care as much. But like if I'm going with friends, we want to have a drink and shoot the shit before. Yeah, it gives you something to do. If you show up lately, <clears throat> the last time I went to a movie it was almost a year ago, and it was probably the first time in my life I actually showed up right at the time it started, because the time before that I showed up, you know, a couple minutes early, and there was a good half an hour of just ads. Not not even like previews, but just straight up, you know, commercial advertisements. And I'm never sitting through that again. Yeah, it's garbage. Yeah. They, they do the thing where they say, hey, now take out your Don't phone and play me. along with this big stupid game on the screen. Oh, yeah. And it, it goes too fast for you to even read the question. Yeah. The hell? Yeah, yeah they yeah. do this interactive crap, too. Yeah, so at at the theaters around here anyway. Yeah, we don't have that up here. No, they'll, they'll, they'll like advertise the local dentist or the local computer repair store. People will pay them. I don't know how much you pay to get that advertisement before a movie, but it'll just be a half an hour, and then they actually start to play, you know, the promotions that are with the movie. Yeah, and these these are really like dumb. So this is like here's one that they actually had was, hey, there's a really cool thing for you know just our special Shazam users coming up. So why don't you install the app? And then it'd be like two commercials that come back. All right, Shazam users, listen to this on your phone, and then you'll get access to our secret you know, yeah <laughs> thing. And so they it's like if you use Shazam, they they play Good some Lord. modulated audio, and it brings you to a web page in the Shazam app. I don't know what it says, drink more Ovaltine or something like that. But it's it's garbage. It's so fucking bad. It's Eat more kale. <laughs> Have more <laughs> kale. <Whoop. laughs> Look, I just want some pants. I don't know what my buttons are. I set them up for some other show. Oh, dear God. Who are you going to call? Oh, cough? my gosh. You're so dirty. Oh, my God. I got Azamanga on there. Oh, my God. Got Aido Osaka on the board. <laughs> It's gonna be a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> I was restraining myself on Hog Store. I knew everyone had a soundboard. I was like, I can't. If I mash the buttons whenever I want to, I'm gonna have to uh, resign or something. <laughs> Kinds of stupid stuff. One of, one of these days, there's just gonna be a there's just gonna be like a special edition podcast of people from all the different uh, shows on the network, and all it's going to be are us smashing soundboards. The oh, whole time, uh, no, no actual dialogue or anything. I've, just soundboard I've, buttons being pushed. For, I will be skipping for three that hours. episode. <laughs> they had. Uh, it's gonna be like if you played some of those old, uh, like tribes or um, like VGQ. Is damn it if you do VGTG. I am the greatest. It has all the voice commands, voice mm-hmm. uh, chat. So if you were flying around in your jetpack, Counter Strike had the same thing too. If you memorize the map. So, like, if you wanted to, I don't know, VGQ is damn it, or Tribes 2 is quiet, or VGAF, you'd say, get the enemy flag! And so what people would do is they'd have conversations using all the canned audio. And yeah. so you'd join a server, and it'd just be, like, people yelling at each other, yes, yeah. yes, yes, no, yes, yes! This is before voice chat was, there was actually voice chat in the game, but it wasn't usable. And then what's the alternative? And it wasn't nearly as fun, either. No. The alternative is you get something like Moonbase Alpha, <laughs> where you, you can, they have the text-to-speech audio. So you type in the chat, and then you get a vo- robot voice read your text out. But then they found out you can put modifier, uh, like meta tags in there that say, oh, play it at this pitch, play it at that pitch. And they, they have people like, 
typing a string of characters in the chat and it causes the uh, um, the text-to-speech engine to basically play the final countdown. Do 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 do, you know, because it has all the pitches encoded in it and the time and the duration. Nice. So yeah. So if, <laughs> if you go to look at like Moonbase Alpha, uh, that was the that was a NASA game. Paid for by your tax dollars, I think. Let me see if I could get a Moonbase Alpha example. Yes. This is what it sounds like to play Moonbase Alpha. And so on and so forth. Wow. It just spams you. Shark? It was saying shark. 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 Shark, 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 shark. It's a shark! Sharky. Hey, you know what were good movies? There were good bad movies. I watched all of those Sharknados as they came out. Those were fine. I, okay, I liked at least one of those. I don't. I almost said those were fine, and hey, did that's you, not true. You ever see those, Cold Acid? Okay, have you seen Sharktopus, though? No, I haven't. I think I, I, think I saw Sh Sharktopus versus... Mega shark? It was like shark the puss versus something. It was like a super alligator or something. I remember seeing the commercial. Yeah, they had shark the puss. They had metal. It was a metal shark. They had the um, the lava tarantulas. Oh, shark the puss versus whale wolf. That might have been Is that it. it? <laughs> <laughs> That's one whale of them wolf? anyway. There, there was a whole series. Yeah, it's it, well. Sharktopus Fisher's Werewolf Trailer, 2015. Yeah, let's listen in on some of this. I can take you places, Mr. Rossa, that you have never been. Will it hurt? I hope so. Oh, they're turning him into a, a whale. <laughs> Frankenstein style. Oh they're God. uploading his brain. And now there's a guy on a boat. He's harpooning sharks. And the shark is fighting back. Oh my god. There we go, the surfer music starts. That's how you know it's good. <laughs> I know that Sharktopus saves the day, I suppose. <laughs> I, I don't know if Sharktopus like, is, is the good oh, guy in this situation. Thank you, Roger Corman. Kind of like yeah. Godzilla. <laughs> now, there, was a, there were all Asylum films, uh, was the company that did it, from the Asylum. They would do all the knockoff movies. Like what? What were their knockout movies? Like they had um, ah, oh, they're so. I should just look up the titles because they're hilarious. The Asylum films. I've seen a f couple of these. I haven't seen them all. Um, yeah, like when Thor would come out, they do a movie called Almighty Thor, or when they had, um, I don't know, Battle Los Angeles came out. They came out with Battle of Los Angeles. They would do uh. All kinds of uh, just sort the, of the, the Amityville to... horror came out, and they did the Amityville haunting, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, to try to trick people into watching their movie instead by accident. Yeah. 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 And they it's did. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good scheme. Mega Shark versus Mecha Shark, Sharknado. Yep. They had all the, and all the Sharknado movies. Um, now with Sharknado, the bad guy was the tornado, not the sharks. Tyrannicon. Tyrannaconda. <laughs> yeah. No, Piranaconda. Piranaconda. 
Megalodon. Oh, wait, yeah, wait, here's the one. When Pacific Rim came out, they had Atlantic Rim. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Zombies, Monster Island. Some of these were just total duds, and some of them were funny. The Sharknado ones were fun because they always had cameos inside it. So they had, um, like, Mark Cuban would show up as the president. Mm -hmm. They almost... He he showed up as the president in one. They were going to have Sarah Palin in, as the president for one of these. Uh, for one of these. They had uh, Fabio was in it. He was the Pope. They, they, they had the cast <laughs> yeah. of uh, Beverly Hills. Oh my God. The Pope. And he gives, uh, what's his name, a, a holy chainsaw. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so he fights the Sharknado with a chainsaw. Like... They have a kid named Finn. <laughs> it's, it's so retarded. It's so funny. <laughs> but my uh, my local bar used to go to. Uh, uh, they would have these parties. They'd have Sharknado Day from I don't know what episode. Maybe it was like three onwards. So for all of these, I would always go and they would show all the Sharknado movies. And then they'd have the world premiere of the the newest one once a year. And it was every summer. And they always came out on a Sunday. So it'd be like I'm gonna watch Sharknado <laughs> in the middle of the day. Oh, man, those are good times. Yeah. They even did special shots. They had Sharknado shots, which were a little... It was like a jello shot with a jello shark. It was a shot with a... Uh, I'm sorry, it was like gummy shark inside a uh, a shot of something. Indeed. Well, you want to bring up anything else on the show, yeah. or you want to wrap it up for the day? Casey, what do you think? I think that's pretty good. How long have oh, we been I'm out of going? things. Yeah, I'm out of things, yeah. too. Well, yeah, it's been fun. I think that sounds pretty good. <laughs> I hear the sound of a woman screaming. <laughs> Wowzers. I guess they don't like video games. <laughs> Thanks, Inspector Gadget. Well, on that note, we're going to wrap up this episode. This encounter, encounter number 15 of Rear Encounter. Uh, I've been Abel Kirby. I've been Cold Acid. And I'm Casey. Adios.